Hi, welcome to Best Stories. This is Season 2 in the Adventures of Tacky the Rat Podcast. Episode 5. Good heavens, who are you? The new school year had started, and the children were not that excited for the new changes, though. They liked how things had been, and now they will have different classrooms, different teachers, and different friends in their class. The children told their mom they were having trouble falling asleep. Their mom said, I know the perfect solution, but first, heads down, covers up, and lights out, because it's time for our next adventure about Packy the Rat. Packy and Priscilla had agreed to let Ginger and the Goslings stay up in the loft with them for the first night after they had returned from their winter break. But one night became two nights because the next morning the barn had flooded. Ginger and the Goslings would not be able to start building their new nest now that the barn was covered with water. It's common for the barns to flood in the springtime with all the rain and melting snow. So Packy, Priscilla, Ginger, and her goslings all stayed up in the loft to stay dry. But it was getting crowded, and Ginger's goslings are not that little anymore. Packy was getting frustrated because there were too many feathers and too much flapping around in their loft. Packy and Priscilla were even getting pushed right out of their beds with all the geese sleeping up there. Packy complained to Priscilla that there was not enough room for the goslings to stay up in the loft with them any longer. Well, they're too noisy, and they even honk during the night and wake me up, said Packy. This is just too much. They need to have their own nest, said Packy. Priscilla agreed, but then she reminded Packy about when they first came to the barn. Ginger had let them stay in her nest even after her goslings had hatched. Well, they had to return the kindness. So Priscilla said that Ginger could stay as long as she needed. Now, it's not like Packy didn't understand or want them around, but all the pieces of his rock collection had all been moved around and messed up and some were even lost because the goslings peck and flap about all day long. And he had just set it up too. And to make matters worse, the goslings were sleeping in his bed and ate all his treats that he had stashed up in the loft as well. Even Packy's fort was now destroyed, which made Packy even more mad because it would have been nice to be able to go in his fort and hide in there to get away from all the goslings and the overcrowdedness. In fact, if they didn't leave soon, the loft was going to be one big feathery mess. Well, luckily, the next morning, the flooded water in the barn had started to recede a bit, and the barn was not completely flooded anymore. And as a matter of fact, Ginger had already gotten up early just to survey the barn to find a place to put their new nest. Apparently, she was not enjoying staying up in the loft either. That's when Ginger first stumbled upon Gobbles, or Gobbles' home, that is, that newly built stall that was in the barn next to Oliver. Ginger had spotted it, and she was very curious. Good heavens, honked Ginger. I don't recall seeing this stall before. 
Ginger started inspecting the new stall by pecking about and flapping and honking around. Ginger looked around the new stall rather thoroughly. But she didn't see anyone living in the stall, and it certainly was dry and safe, a perfect place to build her new nest. Why, she even peeked her head into that little hut that Gobbles lives in. But she didn't see anyone living in there. She was sure it was empty. You see, Gobbles was hiding very well, blending in with the straw that filled his little hut. And Gobbles the turkey is still rather shy, and it was very early in the morning. So he was still very sound asleep. He didn't hear Ginger honking or flapping about in his stall. And now Ginger was convinced the stall was empty, and she decided it would be the perfect spot to build her new nest. Back up in the loft, Packy and Priscilla had woken up to a lot of feathers and flapping and honking. They hadn't even noticed Ginger had left. And when Ginger returned, she said, Thank you, Packy and Priscilla, for your hospitality. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but I'm afraid the Gosslings and I have to leave. Well, I found the perfect place to build my new nest, and we're leaving straight away. Well, Packy offered to help them build their nest, but Ginger said, No, thank you. We are perfectly capable of building our new nest. Why, I found the perfect spot. And with that, Ginger honked, Come along, little Gosslings, our new nest awaits. And they all flew out of the nest and followed Ginger to where they would build their new nest. And now this is where it is going to start getting interesting, crazy, and confusing for Ginger and her goslings. But first, up in the loft, Packy and Priscilla had already started cleaning up feathers and more feathers because feathers were everywhere up in that loft. And then after a while, little Jeffrey returned out of breath and honking. Oh no, oh no, oh no, Packy, come quick. We have a problem with our new nest. What? Already, said Packy. Oh no, what happened? Before we even got back to our spot where Mama started building our new nest, someone else had moved in. Oh no, come quick, hurry, hurry, Packy. Someone else took the same spot, said Packy? Yes, honked little Jeffrey. Okay, let's back up for a minute to when Ginger first arrived at that stall to build her new nest. You see, Ginger had started building her new nest before she had even flown back to the loft to get her goslings. Ginger had started placing pieces for the nest right in Gobble's stall. She carried beaks full of straw, feathers, and pieces of sticks and twigs to make her new nest. And getting all those pieces for her nest into Gobble's stall was not so easy. Why Ginger had to lower her head to the ground while she was carrying a beak full of those pieces of straw or feather or twigs. And then, with her beak full of those pieces for her nest, she had to waddle under the door of the stall. And when she was in the stall, she placed those pieces in a pile right where she was going to build her new nest. Back and forth, she went carrying these pieces under that door and right into Gobble's stall. And when she had created a large enough pile, she decided she had a good enough start on her new nest, and she went to get the goslings that were up in the loft to finish helping her. Ginger was positive this new spot in the stall would make a fine place for their new nest. And together, the goslings all helped in building their new nest and continued to add pieces to the pile by following their mama. They ducked under the stall with the straw, string, or anything they could find to build the nest, 
and they placed it right where Ginger had started the pile. Back and forth, Ginger and the goslings carried piece after piece for their new nest. And little Jeffrey was carrying a piece of straw into the stall, when all of a sudden he thought he saw something move up in that little hut that was in their new stall. Honk, said little Jeffrey. He immediately looked up into the window of that little hut, and that's when he saw Gobbles. Wow, he said. Mama, someone's living in this hut that's in our stall. Ginger stopped what she was doing and honked. Good heavens, said Ginger. Who is living in my stall? There was no one here earlier. The little hut that the farmhands had built for Gobbles had a ramp on both sides of the hut, so Gobbles could enter or exit the hut from either side. So when Ginger went up the ramp on one side of the hut, Gobbles went down the ramp on the other side of the hut. And little Jeffrey was the first to see Gobbles, and little Jeffrey hung. Here he is, here, here he is, Mama. So Ginger came waddling back down the ramp to see what little Jeffrey was talking and honking about. But as soon as Ginger was waddling down the ramp, Gobbles had gone right back up the ramp, which of course was on the other side of the hut. So Ginger could not see him. Little Jeffrey, there is no one in the hut. There is no one down here, honked Ginger. I promise you, I checked this stall and no one is living here. Ginger honked, getting frustrated with little Jeffrey. Little Jeffrey honked, Oh, Mama, I saw him come down when you went up into the hut, and when you came back down, he went back up into the hut. Yes, 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 all the other little goslings honked. Now Ginger did not have time for games or nonsense from her goslings, and this is something exactly like little Jeffrey would say just so he could stop working and cause chaos. None of this nonsense, goslings, honked Ginger. We need to get our nest finished. Let's just get our nest built before it gets dark and before someone really does decide to move in here, Ginger told her goslings. But, 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 said little Jeffrey and the goslings. Good heavens, said Ginger, we can't waste any more time. Let's get working. So with a honk, little Jeffrey and the goslings kept getting pieces for their new nest. They brought in piece after piece under the door and then into the cell and placed them in the pile again and again. And for a while, Gobbles stayed hidden up in his hut. Little Jeffrey and the goslings knew he was there and they kept watching the hut to look for Gobbles every chance they got. Ginger, as of yet, had not seen Gobbles and she continued to build her nest and ordered the goslings to keep working and stop goofing around. And when they finally gathered enough material to make the nest, Ginger and the goslings started to construct and weave the nest into shape. Ginger was building the nest in a quiet corner of the stall. She pecked and flapped around the corner of the stall to weave the nest with all the things they had found. She was going to build a very big and beautiful nest. And after a while of doing this, Ginger was almost done. And that is when she had her first sighting of gobbles. Gobbles peeped his head out of his hut to get a look at what Ginger was building, and he continued to take very slow and small steps down his ramp. Finally, Ginger noticed Gobbles and honked, Good heavens, who are you? And what are you doing in my stall? Honk, 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 honked Ginger. 
that that thing's just honked. See, Mama, see, Mama, we told you someone was up there in that hut. But then Gobbles got nervous at the honking and quickly ran back up the ramp and into his little hut. Oh, I am sorry to whoever is up in that hut, said Ginger, but this is my store now and I'm afraid you will have to leave. And then Ginger went up the ramp to explain this to whoever was sitting up in that hut that they had to leave because this was her stall now. But Gobble saw her coming up the ramp, so he went down the ramp on the other side. Ginger and Gobbles kept going up and down the ramp, which meant they kept missing each other. Little Jeffrey honked, Oh no, not this again. I better go get Packy and Priscilla. And that is when Jeffrey had flown back up to the loft to get help from Packy and Priscilla, who had just finished cleaning up the loft and all the feathers. Little Jeffrey told them that they needed their help. Hurry, 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 honked little Jeffrey. Well, where in the barn did Ginger want to build your new nest, said Priscilla. Yes, said Packy. She said it was the perfect spot. It is, said little Jeffrey. She found this empty stall right next to Oliver. Next to Oliver? That's Gobble's stall, said Priscilla. That's not an empty stall. Gobble's, said little Jeffrey. Who is that? That is who lives in the stall. His name is Gobble's and he is a turkey, said Packy. Oh, well, I think we better get over there and help sort this through, said Priscilla. So Packy and Priscilla rushed to the new stall that was right next to Oliver. And meanwhile, Oliver had come over to Gobble's stall too, because he had heard a lot of commotion of honking and gobbling. And when Packy and Priscilla arrived, they saw Ginger run up the ramp on one side of the hut and Gobbles run down the ramp on the other side of the hut. Then Ginger ran back down the ramp on her side and Gobbles ran back up the ramp on his side of the hut. Little Jeffrey said, they keep doing this. My mama runs up and then Gobbles runs down and then my mama runs down and Gobbles runs back up. They just keep doing it over and over. What should we do? Oliver said, well, my dear Jeffrey, they need to stop going up and down and up and down. They just need to stay put. I agree, said Packy. And Packy shouted, Stop! Ginger was just about to run back up the ramp, but she stopped. And Gobbles was up in his hut, and so Gobbles just stayed put inside his hut. Ginger said, This turkey is in my stall, and he just keeps going up and down that ramp, and I cannot catch him. The barn friends could see Gobbles peek his head out of his window and then disappear again very quickly. Ginger said, Good heavens, Mr. Gobbles, I am not going to keep playing peekaboo with you. You are in my stall and you need to leave. Oh, I am sorry, dear Ginger. Mr. Gobbles, I, I mean his name is just Gobbles. He has been here now for a few weeks. He was here first and you are in his stall, said Oliver. Good heavens, Oliver, that can't be true. I thoroughly searched this whole stall and I've been here all day and that Gobbles was not here. Not a sign of another living creature was in here. A goose would never live with a turkey, so I know that he was not in here. Oh dear Ginger, said Oliver, he is quite a shy turkey. We had quite a hard time getting him to come out of his hut, explained Oliver. Yeah, said Packy, it wasn't until he sat outside with Buddy to watch the sun set up on the hill that he finally stayed outside with us. 
Dear me, Aunt Ginger, I guess one of us will have to move. Ginger sighed. Well, why is that, said Oliver. This stall is clearly big enough for the both of you and your goslings, of course. Well, Oliver, as I said before, a goose does not live with a turkey in a barn. A goose is a goose, and a turkey, well, is not. They simply do not live together or share the same stall. When I am I living, it certainly never has been, honked Ginger. I suppose if goblins won't leave, then the goslings and I will just have to go back up to the loft. Oh, wait, 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 said Pecky. Look at all the work you've done already to build your new nest. I think we should at least try to work through this, said Pecky. Oh, no, Pecky, a goose has never lived with the gobbles. We cannot change that. Who says turkey and geese can't live with each other or can't change, said Packy. Yes, said little Jeffrey. We can live with the turkey. Yes, 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 honked all the little goslings. I know we can do it, said little Jeffrey. We can try, please, honk little Jeffrey, and all the goslings. Perhaps you can change, said Priscilla. You could be the first goose to live with the turkey. Or at least try, said Oliver. Oh, I suppose we could try, honked Ginger. Everyone saw Gobbles peek his head out of his hut and then back inside his hut very quickly. But he is a turkey and he does seem rather shy, honked Ginger. Ginger looked around at the nest that she had spent all day building. And she looked at her goslings, all nestled in the stall, and she honked. Well, he does have a lovely place, honked Ginger. And a door to the outside, too, said little Jeffrey. Since Ginger was very fond of this new stall, she was willing to try, even if Gobbles was a turkey. So all the barn friends helped move Gobbles' hut a little closer to the opposite corner of the stall, while Gobbles was still in there, of course, his head just poking out of his hut, watching while the barn friends moved his hut ever so slightly. Then together they helped Ginger finish building her nest in the other corner of the stall. Then they were all set, and Ginger and her goslings stayed in their new nest in the stall, and Gobbles stayed inside his little hut in the stall. And they stayed that way for the rest of the day. And then the next day as well. And then on the next day, Ginger honked. I'm afraid this is not working. Geese and turkeys just have never been barn animals to share a living space with together. Ginger sighed. I don't think Gobbles can change. He just sits up in his little hut and pokes his head out when he thinks I'm not looking. Ginger sighed, and then she decided she'd go visit Buddy. And she asked Buddy, Good heavens, Buddy, how did you get Gobbles out of his hut and become his friend? He just sits in that little hut all day, all night, letting out gobble noises. Why, this is no way for my goslings to live. Ginger, said Buddy, I didn't do anything. I was just sitting by myself looking at the sunset, and Gobbles came up to me and just sat with me. Oh, well, said Ginger, turkeys and geese just do not live together. I don't think it will ever change. And she walked back to her nest. But that talk with Buddy did give Ginger an idea. 
And the next morning, as soon as Ginger heard Ronnie the rooster crow, she got up out of her nest and sat outside in their outside pen, looking around and watching the sunrise and letting the warmth of the day embrace her. And now Ginger did this for three mornings, but Bobbles made no attempt to join her. The other barn friends were concerned because Bobbles had not left his hut yet since Ginger had moved into the stall. They didn't even hear him gobble. Well, he gobbles, said Ginger, and the farmhands leave his food right up in his hut, so I'm sure he's eating. But I have done everything I can do. I even sat outside, and he just won't come join me, honked Ginger. I don't think we can change. Turkeys just do not live with geese. I will try one more morning to see if I can change Bobble's mind, honked Ginger. And before she went into her nest that night, she shouted up to Gobbles in his little hut. Oh, Gobbles, I know turkeys and geese are not usually friends or live together. But I don't think we can change that. I will be outside watching the sun rise in the morning if you want to join me. Why, well, it's rather peaceful and beautiful in the morning. Ginger honked, and then she went back to her nest. And before she left, she thought she heard a faint gobble come from inside the hut. And sure enough, the next morning, as Ginger was sitting outside in the pen watching the sunrise, Gobbles came out and joined her. Good heavens, Gobbles, I'm glad to see you. Sit down and look at the beautiful sun. Gobbles waddled over and sat next to Ginger. And when the other barn friends got up, they saw Ginger and Gobbles sitting outside together. She did it, said Packy. She and Gobbles decided they can change and they can live together. Yes, indeed, said Oliver. Yeah, I'm surprised they changed, said Henry, but I'm very happy. We are too, bleated the sheep. Yes, change is not easy, said Priscilla. Well, I agree, said Oliver. But my friends, if nothing ever changed, there would be no butterflies. Yes, I suppose that's true, said Packy. And that is the end of this episode of the adventures of Packy the Rat. go. Did you know? Traditionally speaking, turkeys and geese do not usually live or share the same barn space. But it's not to say they can't. It just may take some time and attention. I'm sure glad Ginger and Gobbles decided to change. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of fun together in the adventures of Packy the Rat. Thanks for listening to Best Stories. 